0: I'm Austin Meek with Waco Business News, and you're listening to Downtown Depot, where we track the ins and outs of Waco business. My guest today is Shelly Gay. Shelly Gay is the owner of Olive Door Imports, located at 924 Austin Avenue. It's a beautiful new furniture store that really specializes in European stuff. I got to go by there this last weekend and saw a fabulous art show. It's becoming a furniture cum studio cum Many other community uses as we see with a lot of the spaces in downtown Waco. So Shelly, glad to have you on Downtown Depot. Thanks for stopping by.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me and thanks for coming to the show Saturday night. It was fun.
0: Yeah, it it really was a special thing. I do want to talk about the devolved art show that you hosted, but I don't want to put the cart before the horse. What is Olive Door Imports and how was the story of how you got started in Waco? Uh
1: well, a story started about uh, Thirty years ago, my husband and I um, renovated a house and we were living in Mobile, Alabama. and the house was uh, a project, and we um, found out very quickly that we dumped all of our money into the house, which was the most important thing. We had no money left over for design of um, furniture. And I think it just started, it, it bloomed from that, um, that wanting of having nice things in a home, young, being a young person, and but classic, beautiful pieces that are traditional and timeless and just not... Being able to find a venue um, where we could afford those things. So the concept had started then, and it's been a dream that's evolved over 20 years. And now we're here in Waco living that dream.
0: One of the phrases that you use is curated for commoners. Is that Mm -hmm. what you're talking about? Like finding pieces that a common person might be able to find beauty in and find space for in their pocketbook?
1: Well, I say that, and I have to. You know, I want to back up with that. I'm I'm what you would call a commoner. I mean, I am. I love beautiful things, but I am not afraid to put a blow up um, swim pool in the back of my truck, and see what type of life that can have. We can have with that too. So, you know, that sounds a little um, hi, a little more highbrow than I may be. But you know, I I think it's just I want for people of. You know, I want for people to be able to come into the store and to be able to connect to something that they find that's beautiful and to be able to take that piece home and that it's not intimidating or fussy. It's just a beautiful piece that can become a part of their environment. You know,
0: what are some of your earliest memories of seeing something, whether it's furniture or fabric and thinking, wow,
1: like that's really beautiful. Oh, gosh, that's a great question. My grandmothers were both design visionaries, and my grandmother Box um, specifically was a textile genius. She could put pinks and, and chocolates and chartreuse and floral and stripes and you know, Louis Philippe and a mid-century modern and a disco ball in a room and close the door with that one piece of black item. And you'd walk in and you would think that you were in a fancy glossy um, cover of Architectural Digest. She was just amazing. And, and um, so those, you know, my being around my grandmothers and their influences of design is, is um, so important. I mean, it was just, it's it's, it's what started that at such a young age, being able to design with wild abandon, I think, um, you know, and, and to not be afraid of using very traditional pieces and making them a little, you know, putting a little bit of chaos in there, making it a little bit messy. And, um, yeah, we like to say that uh, if you come into our store, if... New Orleans and Marfa were to have a baby, that would be it, would very much look like olive door imports. So, you know, it's we have beautiful, beautiful traditional pieces, which I think is very important. But we also have pieces in there that are fun because you're making this your home, it needs to be individual, you know, it needs to look like you and feel like you, and something that when you walk in the door. It's not going to look like my home. I want it to look like, you know, we want it to look like yours. We want you to love it.
0: It is interesting how you can see the same thing over and over. And then one time you happen to have a different perspective and it sticks with you. Like you're surrounded by this beauty being at your grandmother's houses. But at one time you saw that one fabric or that one piece and it just made it all make sense. I had an experience recently where I realized I was an adult Because I was looking through (laughs) this Wayfair online catalog, needing to buy a refrigerator. Oh, yeah. And then I found this really cute um, Smeg refrigerator Uh, that's kind of like turquoise colored. And I, for the first time in my life, said, that is a really cute appliance. Yeah.
1: Did you buy (laughs) it?
0: Of course I bought it. Cool. And now I have a cute refrigerator in my home. But it's something that I've looked at hundreds of refrigerators over the course of my life. But I saw the one that changed my perspective on it. And now I have so much more fun in my kitchen. My kitchen's a lot more colorful. And it's all because this one thing was opened up to me and I saw the possibility of what a refrigerator could be or a textile could be.
1: Right. And that is something that, you know, you just nailed it. I mean, that's your space. When you walk into that kitchen and you open up that refrigerator door, that's something that gives you joy because you, you saw it, it was interesting, it was, you know, it's something that, that spoke to you and you're not going to find that maybe at your best friend's house, but that's okay. You know, that's, that's what, that's what makes your space, your space and, and inviting to you. And it, and it's also a reflection of your personality. And, you know, that's so important. I think that in design, um, we lose the thought process that it needs to be something that that you really love that's a reflection of your life and when you walk into people's homes that really have a cool space most of the time it's not because they saw it in a magazine where everything was polished and perfect it's because it reflects who that person is and when they you know you can see that piece of art and how they would love it and and that's I mean you just like you did it that's what you did success you had kitchen success i'm very proud of you
0: thank you shelley i you're feel so very welcome. affirmed right now you're
1: very welcome not that you needed it but but i i'm happy that you bought the turquoise
0: how did you decide to take this desire that you had that your partner par and you had when you're redoing that old home and wanted to look nice at one point did you decide okay i've done a good job of my own home this might be something that I could share my knowledge with other people, or maybe I should start a store. Like is starting a store, Olive Door Imports being the most recent one, is that a new thing for you or have you had other stores prior to Olive Door?
1: So I've been in design, no, this is our first brick and mortar store. Um, I've been in design in different elements for years. Um, and, And I have had many people along the way Ask that I, um, you know, walk in and give them ideas. Um, But when I was in New Orleans, I worked at a place called Dopp Antiques, and uh, Mikhail Dopp became my mentor. I worked. I walked in the door. I saw it. It's nineteen thousand square feet of gorgeous, beautiful, jaw dropping um, antiques. And uh, I just walked up to him and said, I need to come and work for you because I know your product. And he was, you know, he brushed me off and said, no way, Jose. I don't know who you are. Go away, crazy lady. And I kept coming back. And then that turned into, hey, I want to buy into your store. And then that turned into a flat no. And uh, a couple of years later, he agreed to mentor me. and, um, And he agreed to help me with my store and has along the way only if I would not do the store in the state of Louisiana. So so I'd said, okay, I'm going to Texas, and here we are.
0: What are some of the things that he taught you that have been applicable to your Texas store?
1: Oh, well, um, he has taught me, goodness gracious, we have a different model. We have, um, but he has taught me how to uh, just, go in and work it every day, work every day. Uh, it's going to work out, you know, uh, just if you go in and you work hard every day and you, and you offer people a really great product at a really great price, then people are going to come and to not be afraid. I think that's might be the thing. Don't be afraid. He keeps sending me texts every, every once in a while. Don't be afraid, babe. And then, um, you know that also resonates with my faith. You know, don't be afraid. Fear not. Fear not. So I'm living in Waco, fearless, and living my dream, and it's beautiful. I love it. It's so great. I'm. So, I mean, it is truly a dream, and I, I'm so grateful. I really am.
0: You started the store near the end of 2021, so it's it's pretty recent thing here. Mm-hmm. Why 924 Austin Avenue? Why? End of 2021, beginning of 2022, and in general, why Waco? You conceivably could have done this anywhere besides Louisiana.
1: Truth. I, I lived a lot of my life in Austin, so Texas is big. You know, I have a big Texas heart. And, you know, I came to Waco after looking all over um, from Dallas to, um, you know, New Braunfels into the Houston Triangle. And we saw different spaces along the way. And I literally had a temper tantrum on a Friday afternoon and said, to heck with it, after something fell through in Houston. And said, to heck with it, I'm going to Waco. And Waco was never on my radar. And when I got here, I fell, I stayed for the weekend, and I fell in love with the people. And the kindness and the just just the gentleness and the, the the friendliness of the people here. And I saw the opportunity in this city. And I went home and I called Par and I said, I don't know where we'll be. I don't know where our building is, but I know where my town is. And so we built it from there. And, and I guess in my business, people have asked me frequently about why specifically Waco. And, you know, the opportunity has been opened up by a lot of other visionaries that are in this um in this city and people who have worked in design and people who have built that industry and so it wasn't a hard stretch it's not the reason that we came but it certainly made it easier to open the door you know and um we have been, we've been so welcomed here. It's been shocking. And the people, I, I like to sometimes get into the back of the store and uh, pretend that I'm doing something, but I'm eavesdropping on people as they w- are walking in. And I, I I hear, ooh, and oh my goodness, look at this. And this, we've not seen things like this in Waco. and 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 it makes me smile. And so, you know, that you know that just sort of bubbles out of me and then I have to run over and introduce myself and tell them thank you and that I've been eavesdropping so you know that I've overheard the good things they've said so I'm you know I'm just it's just a it's a joyful joyful place in my life and um, I'm having so much fun and and I'm living my dream and you know and it's Waco and why you know and, I, and this is another thing why not Waco right I mean why not Waco? Hashtag why not Waco? Because why not Waco? It is lovely. I just hope that there's not a lot of... I, I hope that the people that are coming in to the town respect it and and see it for what it is at this point, because what it is right now is why people are coming here in such vast numbers, and it's because it's kind, and it's gentle, and it's slow, and people are respectful, and and... You know, they want to shop local business and they and they know the person down the street. And I just hope a bunch of people like me don't come in and mess it all up for everybody because that would make me really sad. So anyone that's coming in, just say please and thank you. Mind your manners. You know, let's just all work from a center of love.
0: You're being <laughs> preached to by Shelly Gay. Oh,
1: no. I'm taking you to church. <laughs> I should of... <laughs> be taking you to the furniture store.
0: <laughs> Owner of Olive Door Imports at 924 <laughs> Austin. I, I want to affirm everything you're saying, Shelly, because it is really important. And I think that everyone, regardless of the time you come to Waco, you come in assuming everyone who's here, they're such dummies. Why don't they have this? Why haven't they done that? Like, I, I'm i not going to put those words in your mouth. I'll only speak to mine. But I remember when I moved here in 2015 and my wife at the time and I were starting Pokeyos, our cookie and ice cream business, my question was, where are all the food trucks? Right. Why are we the only business that is open past 10 p.m. that serves desserts? You know, things like that. And then you, as you spend more time here, you start to understand the nuances mm-hmm. about it. like, okay, well, that's because- this business owner who actually owns the entire block uh, has all of his businesses closed on Saturdays because he wants to prepare for church on Sunday. And so they're not open or they're not going to give us the parking permit we need. So I, I found that I really simplified it when I was looking at it. And now that I'm here, it's a bit more complex. But I do agree with you that being conscientious of the environment into which you're coming and being gracious and kind and asking questions, those are generally applicable virtues that can be in any city, but are particularly useful for people who are starting out in Waco.
1: I think so. and But I, I also just want to, you know, when you were saying that, um, you know, th- this city is so interesting. I mean, you never know who's going to walk. I never know who's going to walk through that door and what their story is going to be, you know. And it's like they're the most unassuming folks. But the fact that I can go in Waco, Texas in the summer and go surfing in Waco, Texas, and I can go and you know um, meet with some really amazing designers here that have such great talent and and so much talent down um, business owners downtown in their own areas. I mean, we're kind of in upper Upper Austin. Um, And there's so much, there's such a little collective there of just wonderfully talented people and upholstery people in this town forget about it. They, their skill levels are shockingly good. So I just think that if you, you know, we're the, I'm the visitor, I'm the newbie. And so it's my job here to make sure that I protect the integrity of my community that I've come into. And I think it's I think if we come in, if if we outsiders come in and we can work from that point of view um, and really appreciate the nuances of this cool little town. I mean, the Hermes scarf, the first Hermes scarf was made. Ah, uh, design or the first one in America was made designed oh, by Carmen an Oliver. artist here, by Carmen. I mean, could forget about it. We have a surf part and one of the best Hermes, um scarves in the same town. And how many people are we? You know, it's great. It's great. It's just an interesting. It's an interesting block of
0: Waco. Really has a reputation of punching above its weight. Yeah, and there are so many surprising people who have come from Waco, like this guy Tom Wilson. Was a black man in Waco in the 50s and 60s, and he went on to produce records for the Velvet Underground. Cool. Um, Harvard graduate. I didn't know that. Um, Doris Miller, who we have the Doris Miller Memorial named after, there's now going to be a major ship in the Navy that is the U.S. Dory Miller, and it's because he was a Pearl Harbor hero.
1: That is and, so
0: cool. And, you know, like at the time when black people weren't allowed to be in front of the guns, he was a mess cook on the ship and when the gunner fell down by Japanese gunfire, he got up into that bay and he was taken Get down out. the Japanese. I mean that's those are the stories of people who are from Waco and it's it's insane to see how much talent has come out of this place. And I think that the unfortunate part of history is that a lot of the talent was here and left. Steve Martin the comedian Steve Martin, Saturday Night Live, Steve Martin, born in Waco. No way. Way, way, way. Check way? out his Wikipedia. There's Martin family in the Waco area. Get
1: wow, and... I didn't know that. But if, if you're that Steve wild Martin, and crazy you know, you're a hilarious,
0: say. enterprising guy born in the 50s, by the time you're in high school, I can't imagine there was a ton to do here. And so, of course, True. you're going to move to L.A. You're going to move to New York. And that's the beauty of Waco and really the ascension of everything along this I-35 corridor in Texas is that there are so many more opportunities if you did want to stay in Waco. And the internet, of course, has democratized that as well. But whether it is theater groups like Silent House or musical promoters like Keep Waco Loud, there are a ton of creatives or maybe someone listening to this show who's always had design aspirations. And here's your story, Shelley. Mm -hmm. There are so many more opportunities for Wacoans to stay in Waco. And to not be giving up all of that upside that you would have of living in a bigger city because people are starting to come to Waco now. They
1: are. Yes. And, the, you know, I will say that with regard to the talent and the design here, you know, I've the people that I've met, um, Christy Hurst from Christie's and Mark Arnold from Cameron Trading, you know, they have been staples here. And and their, you know, their level of of expertise is is just mind-boggling and there you know there we we have people like Steve Martin from here and World War II heroes but then we also have you know just local business owners that have have been here for years and years and so many many more of them that have have built the foundation for people like me to come in and to have uh, the ability to you know sell my goods it's great.
0: You really have a focus on Europe. I do. Um, This is like Denmark, Brussels, Hungary, a lot of Eastern European locations. Is that just because you've always been in love with the style of those places? Or do you have connections in those areas where you're getting this? What's your relationship? And have you had issues with COVID and getting the product that you need for your store?
1: So we receive containers every couple of months. Um, My wheelhouse is late 1700s to late 1800 European antiques. And we get them from all over Europe. So I love, you'll go into my place and you'll see a piece from Hungary or the Czech Republic or um, you'll see um, something from France or, or from, um, you know, Denmark or beautiful, you know, we have this really cool pub table in there right now. And it's late 1700s, and it's from an English pub. And you can see the nubby bits from people's elbows and where they would clank their pewter mugs on the top of it. Um, But I have people that work for me over there full time, and they're always sending me pictures so we can get anything you want on a container. We've been very fortunate that we haven't had any sort of issues with, you know, getting goods in so yeah it's cool you know we specialize in european antiques um, because i just think that they're foundational pieces that that transcend through time they're timeless pieces and that is you know that's where we want our base to be and then we have fun with everything else
0: shelley gay is the owner of olive door imports at 924 austin avenue I got to meet you this last weekend when you were hosting an art show for the group called Devolved. How did you get connected with them, and what were your thoughts on the presentation?
1: Well, they uh, were painting a mural a couple of doors down from me at the Cactus Rose, and we were just moving in. I saw their work, and I'm sort of a closet mural art lover graffiti artist I just love it I would put it on every one of my walls if I could but I can't therefore you know I have to have grown-up art a lot of times Um, but I saw them I was watching them they're so young but I watched their work right how they were working back and forth and their work ethic was amazing so after about the second day of watching them I walked over and said hey my name's Shelly, I'm opening up an antique store down here. I like what I'm seeing. Do you guys want to do an art show? And uh, for two, uh, two for sure, it was their first art show. Uh, we took eight weeks. They painted themselves, you know, just every shade of color. And um, then we put it together. Um, they were, they're all around the ages of my children. And so I just felt a very a strong connection. But their talent, I mean, it's their talent that's what made me do it. I mean, you can you can see people have a great work ethic. You can see people who um, have a wonderful personality. You can see people who, you know, who you are endeared to and meet them. But their talent was uh, exceptionally um, good. And, and I could see that in their work. And so I thought, let's just do it. You know, my first art show to be from a group of young men from Waco, felt like the right thing to do, and so we did it. And it's been a—it a, was a wild success. We sold two pieces right off the wall on um, that night, which is unheard of. So I feel like you know their things will be on display all month. I feel like that we'll be um, you know checking you know having some more empty wall space, and we'll be ready for the next group in six weeks. The th- I think the thing that I love so much about. Working with those guys, is they were just joyful. I mean, and I guess that's the lanyapp of it, right? Mm -hmm. Is that you work with artists, and you have these great artists, but to have a group that's so pumped and so excited, and that they their joy when they walk through the door is is you can feel it on the canvas, and that is um, I mean that you know. It it was it was a great opportunity for me to be able to host them.
0: Give us the 30 second elevator pitch why everyone listening to this should come and visit you.
1: Well, let's see. 30 seconds. Uh, I named the store after my dog, Olive, whom you need to meet. We have gorgeous one of a kind pieces that I curate myself from Europe. We, we celebrate art and uh, music and design together, and we want to help you put those elements in your home because I need new friends. Um, let's see. What else? I promise I won't eavesdrop. That gives me something good to work on. We know
0: that's a lot.
1: Okay, that might not be the <laughs> truth. But uh, you're probably going to not find the things that um, you're going to find in our store anywhere else. And you probably won't see them. Um, they're one of a kind beauties and and um, I fall in love with them all the time. We put a lot of love in our stuff.
0: Shelley, thank you so much mm-hmm. for sharing a little bit of your story on Downtown Depot this week.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I've had a wonderful time.
0: Thanks again to Shelly Gay of Olive Door Imports and you for tuning in to episode 119 of Downtown Depot here on Waco Public Radio. I'll be back on the air on the first Friday of February with another inspiring conversation with a small business owner, civic leader, and engaged citizen sparking Waco's revitalization. But you can find me online in between episodes at Waco Business News. I'm Austin Meek with Waco Business News, And you've been listening to Downtown Depot, where we track the ins and outs of Waco business.